and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Michael Dean on the Prince Podcast here on Podcast Juice. We got another live one today. I'm excited. This is, this is going to be some good stuff. But before I introduce the guest, uh, I also got to welcome my co-host, my buddy, my homeboy, my partner, Mr. Big Sexy and Saxer. How are you? Uh, man, Mike, I'm doing great. Took the day off of the court battles to... Uh talk some music and this is going to be a blast i'm looking forward to this all right so let's get things started we are blessed today to have none other than live warfield in the building how are you doing Liv? i'm good i'm really really good all right I'm good well, for we, having me th- no, thank you for coming on we really appreciate you uh taking the time out to, to bless us today um so before we get started uh because i remember hearing that you are from the portland area portland oregon but are you still in that area now or you moved somewhere else? No, I'm actually born and raised in Peoria, Illinois. Okay. And um, I moved out to Portland, Oregon when I was about 18. And I got my music, my music start development mm-hmm. from Portland, Oregon. So um, all the chances I took out on music that I was in Portland. And Portland is like definitely my second home. That's, for sure okay that's what's up I'm, I'm over here in seattle so we are not too far yes. away <laughs> oh, and i miss it out there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so i wanted to really talk about on this 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 particular episode um just like the paying forward of blessings and, and opportunities mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i say that because um i got an opportunity to see my first um after show of prince i believe that was uh, through you, and you may not know this, and so you can correct, oh, really? you can correct me if I'm wrong. Now, do you know uh, this is my homegirl uh, chocolate? Yes, okay, I sure do. yeah, yes. <laughs> that's my people. So, uh, yes, I love her. <laughs> yeah, so when you guys came to Seattle, yeah. ah, 2011 or something, and you did the, the concert at the Coma. Yes, yeah. had, so chocolate had never seen Prince before, and so oh. our thing was she was like, "Yo, Prince is coming," you know, Dean. I got to go to this. I got to, I said, cool, we're going to check it out. Uh-huh. So that was all cool. And then like maybe a day before the concert, she hit me up. She's like, yo, Dean, I got a surprise for you. And I'm uh-huh. like, what? And she's like, yeah, my homegirl Liv hit me, said they're coming. T- well, I already know they're coming, but they're going to do an after show. And yes. uh, can, can she wanted me to come down. She's like, of course, if I'm going, you going. So I was right. like, what? <laughs> So I know. <clears throat> do you remember that? I don't. I don't <laughs> remember that. I. It's so crazy because um, I. I can't remember. I don't know if it was. Was it 2012? It's either 11 I, or 12. I, one or two. Something around there. Um. But yeah, that's crazy. Now you put me onto something. I. I totally forgot because I love chocolate. So that's definitely a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it was, and so like I'm saying, it was a blessing to me because like, oh, I was a long time Prince fan, but I had never seen an after show before, uh-huh. and to see that real intimate sort of setting. So to actually go in there, you know, we got the you know the VIP and all that kind of stuff, and yes, just to yeah. sit there and watch, it motivated me to be like, you know what, I gotta get serious in what, whatever I'm doing, because this cat is doing it big. Uh, you know, seeing you, <laughs> uh, Shelby. <laughs> Y'all, yes. sh- y'all shut it down. I was like, what? <laughs> it was many hours and many hours of the night we put in uh, for those after shows. Let me tell you. I yeah. mean, they were so much fun. I was just talking to Shelby about that. Like, 
you know, how much we miss doing those after shows. And, um, you know, because at first, in the beginning, when I first did my after shows, I was like, what? We just got done playing this arena show. And now we about to perform it like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to sing again until like at least five or mm. six. And then it that changed my life. Like it just, I already had the appreciation for music, but that's appreciation. Mm. Like that's some like next level type stuff. You know, I miss it. I really do miss that. Talk, talk to me about that process because... When I saw that you guys did the show, you guys, when I say you guys, you, Shelby, and uh, Alyssa, if I'm saying her name right? Yeah, Alyssa. Alyssa, excuse me. You guys, like, were front and center, and it was, like, your, your show, and you guys handed it. I mean, you was, like, of course, I was there to see Prince, but I was, like, yo, like, these guys are <laughs> killing it right now. You know, you're holding your own, exceeding expectations. So, but what did it take to get to that level? Um, you know what? I have first off I have to thank I really do have to put my kudos and thanks to Shelby. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm talking about her because first off I was a fan of Shelby J when she was with D'Angelo. Yeah. And first when I saw her and the energy that it took to even just hold the crowd. I mean, they just got done seeing a Prince show. So, you know how we would do the after shows and everybody would be like, oh, is he coming? Is he going to play on stage? The beautiful part about Prince was he was like, man, y'all just get up there and play, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, uh, play what? <laughs> and then like Shelby, Elisa, you know, they definitely weren't afraid of, just throwing out a lot of the classics that Prince would like to play. We would like to sing like a lot of Sly and the Family Stone songs. And after that, after I started doing those after shows, I was like, oh, yeah. You know, I I slowly, honestly started to develop the, um, what is it, the confidence to go out there and just put on those shows. And then even when we would rehearse with Prince, it was like, you know, we rehearsed those Sly songs. We rehearsed um, some David Bowie stuff like we had a huge catalog of songs, but we, you know, it was just kind of our time and he let us have our time to just say, you know, just go out there and play and sing and have fun with it. I mean, it was, I'm telling you, it was so much fun after we've had maybe about five or six Red Bulls, not that many, but <laughs> <laughs> we had our fair share of Red Bulls. Um, but I mean, it was fun. I mean, the whole process, even all the musicians and stuff on stage, like, you know, we would start with Sly and then end up going into some jam, mm-hmm. you know? It was just, like, continuous music all night. Um, you know, I, I'm i just, re- again, I'm just really thankful for him. I mean, even, again, like, paying it forward, that's how he would do. Even at, you know, his the live shows we do at the arena shows, he would always give us those moments to shine. And he didn't have to. Prince was super generous with his light and never had to do that, you know? Mm. What uh, to back up a little bit because um, you, you went to Portland to go to school and uh-huh. did music there. And I see you was in a, a group. What, t- talk to me about money and loving. Oh my God! <laughs> you really read back there? <laughs> <laughs> you went digging in the crate. Okay. So um, <laughs> money and loving, I I have to thank them because they gave me my first like you know, playing with the band live experience ever. Mm-hmm. I was able to write. Um, it was a hip hop group. Mm-hmm. I love those cats because it was live music. Like that's what I was really attracted to more than anything. And they just, we were all college students and, you know, we would play at this place called Mount Tabor in Portland, like every Tuesday night. 
and I would be there constantly. I'm talking about religiously. And, I, you know, those were the seeds that were planted for me to just kind of step out and, like, learn to be on stage. Um, wow, you really dug. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that it. was a fun group for me. I mean, because I love hip hop. I mean, Portland had a really cool, cool and dope hip hop scene. Mm-hmm. So I was really very much into that. And, I, you know, that's where I got my growth. And then um, Linda Hornbuckle, who was very much my um, inspiration and mentor, was really pushing me out there. Um, I was slowly but surely just kind of learning it. You know, and also learning the writing process with these cats. Like, I'm telling you, it was it was it was all new for me. You know, I was a track. I was an athlete. That's what I thought I was going to do. I knew I was going to the Olympics, but I knew I could sing and I knew I could write. Um, so it was just an opportunity. Uh, one I'm thankful for. Wow. So how did you transition from working with Money and Loving and then like, you know, years later, uh, I don't know how many how many years later was uh, Live in the Warfield Project. When did that start to kick off? Wow. I do my homework. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody's ever asked me this before. And um, sorry, it's taking me a second to kind of like Not flashback. Um, I hustled my tail off. Like, I was an artist, artist. Like, I was, you know, putting up flyers. I was doing whatever it took. Um, riding around in the car with my boy Sadell. We would have speakers in the back of my car. We would just go out in the middle of like... The, you know, uh, Portland park blocks and set up speakers and sing out loud and like sell demos. Like, you know, <laughs> those were the, those were the makings of me. And then that's what kind of started like, Oh, I, you know, I reached out to these cats, like uh, Tyrone Hendricks, um, AG Donna Loya, Sean Foote. Like that's where I wrote the bulk of my first record. Embrace me was with those cats. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also had other music like we were, to be honest with you, um, like The Unexpected, like Soul Lifted was written, I want to say, maybe two years after I released Embrace Me. I just had the song sitting there. Okay. There's, there's a lot of that stuff. Um, I had a really amazing base of friends and musician friends that we created this atmosphere of the Live Warfield project and then like Silky and I mean I, I'm tripping because you really <laughs> dug. <laughs> well, not because I, I can respect you know coming you know I was uh, I, I hesitate hesitate to say sometimes but I'm a musician myself and was out there trying yeah. to make it happen so I really like to hear because to me as a a creative person to to, to know that you work with Prince so one of the pinnacles uh, of yeah. music and and then so what does it take to sort of get to that. You know, the preparation of that, that fascinates me. So to hear the hustle about what you had to put in, because my understanding as well, too, like you seem to be still uh, you're an independent artist uh, yeah. in terms of your releases and things of that nature. So that's another powerful move of ownership and, and doing for self, which is important for us as a people in any way. But I don't want to go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, um, yeah. but and so in terms of uh, embrace me. Um, again, sort of, I want, you know, if we can sort of dive into a little bit of that opportunity and that, that blessing that comes. So Marva King, uh, shout out to her. Yes. Uh, somehow she gets your audition tape or something. Can you kind of. Yeah. Um, Marva King, I had saw her, I think I was performing in, I don't know, I was like Dallas or something like that. Anyway, 
what's so crazy before that is I, I was sitting in a van with her. She didn't know who I was. I didn't know who she was. And but there was something about Marva that I was like instantly like in awe of, attracted to, like, oh my God, look at who is this woman? You know, Marva's mm-hmm. got such a beautiful light. And um, literally, I want to say two months later, um, a guy uh, by the name of Rick, I forgot his last name. Anyway, he said, Liv, uh, one of Prince's background singers, Marva, said that um, Prince is looking for a, you know, a new singer. Um, would you want to send your, you know, one of your... Uh, videos of give me shelter i was like heck no (laughs) i'm not gonna send that a and i don't even like seriously singing with prince are you kidding me like no and this is around one of the times where i was like kind of i was kind of done i felt like i was done with the music because it was really wearing me down the whole independent Mm. so um i think they sent yeah they did send it without me knowing (laughs) and about three minutes three months later i got a call from Marva saying like Prince was interested and I was like what <laughs> um like y'all playing a game with me and then I think I was in some hair salon place in Arizona <laughs> and then his assistant was like well Prince is gonna call you from an unknown number and I was like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. this is this is crazy and then it sure was him I remember that day clear as day he's just kind of like hello <laughs> just you, you know like I <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, um, I love your voice. Uh, do you want to go somewhere warm? <laughs> wow. <laughs> of he would say that. And then um, that's when he flew me out to L.A., you know. And then after that, he flew me out to Paisley Park. And then I had a chance to sing with Marla and Shelby and um, just watching him sit at the piano. Just, you know, I was thrown in it. You know what I mean? And... I'm thankful for him seeing something in me that I didn't see in myself to know that I could handle it because he clearly knew that I was a baby and I kind of had no clue. I'm just kind of stepping into something that I'm, you know, it's all new to me, you know? Um, But I'm I'm thankful that he saw it and I'm thankful that every day he challenged me when I was there. Hmm. Um, uh, When I first uh, sang that night with uh, Marva and, Shelby, we were singing a Sly and the Family Stone song, and he was walking away, and I think he kind of looked at Marva like, nah, she's not going to cut it. Because I really wasn't singing out loud. Hmm. And then Marva kind of nudged me like, girl, you better sing. Like, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I brought you all the way out here. Mm-mm, you better sing. And then I, I really sang, sang. I opened up my mouth and really sang, and then he turned around, and he smiled, and he walked back, you wow. know. Um, and that was just kind of like one of those things kind of nudging me. You know, he always was pushing me to push my limit, you know. <clears throat> what, what what was it? I just, you know, I really want to get a sense for this is amazing. Like, what was it like? You said he sent you or had you come out to L.A. first. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that first initial, did you meet him at that time? Did you got? Did you actually sing at that time as well or? I'm sorry. Let me reverse that. I went to Paisley Park first. Okay. Okay. And then, um, um, the next, I think maybe a week or two after that, I went to LA. That and that was like serious rehearsals. Like I flew into Paisley Park and we sang. All three of us girls, we sang. And that was pretty much it. That was the first time like me uh, meeting him because I remember him opening up the doors, kind of like saying, "Are you hungry?" 
And I'm like, no, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you go into auntie's house or grandma's house, you don't <laughs> touch no furniture, right. you know. Don't touch nothing. Don't touch nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just look at the walls, don't do nothing. And so he was just like, you know, relax, you know. Mm. And we were just conversating. Like, he, you know, I, here I am talking to this man, the greatest, greatest of all time. And he's just treating me like, you know, I'm a friend. We're friends. Mm. Don't, you know, don't even worry about that. Wow. <laughs> it's hard to, you know, he sits down at the keys and blows your mind. <laughs> wow. You know, the first time you meet him. So, yeah. How, how was the, um, so you met uh, Marvel, you had met her before. How was it that first meeting with Shelby? It was, it was intense um, because it was a serious creative environment mm. when you walk inside paisley when i walk inside paisley i can see shelby on her uh laptop getting them songs ready <laughs> and i was like okay this is serious you know what i mean um i guess i should say we don't come to play games here <laughs> mm. um but i was also very i was already a fan of shelby's like i said before so i was more i'm shy you know what I mean? I'm just I'm I'm really, really shy. So it takes a while for me to warm up to people. So she was intense straight up. And I know, sis, if you hear this, yes, she was intense. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but as we started to grow and to learn each other, um, I had so much respect for Shelly because she's a performer, man. Mm -hmm. Like her light is huge. And, you know, and I think all of us kind of piggybacked off the light the prince always had, you know, um, because you'd be crazy not to catch that energy that he brought. So with Shelby, she was, you know, she always had the songs. She always kind of had us, you know, ready to, you know, rehearse those background vocals. I mean, we were tight. Um, so I was just really thankful to, you know, to to watch her and watch how she worked with Prince and just, you know, just watching her. Wow. Um, so, and you talked about going back to L.A. Now, my understanding, did you uh, sing or perform at one of his, like, house parties while you were there? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we did. We did a couple of uh, parties in L.A. Um, yeah, we did. And those were so much fun, too, because you never know who was going to walk in the door. Mm. You know? um, and and that's the thing about um, Prince. It's like he, he just loved music. You know, and we loved being around it. I, you know, I love the fact that he was always so ready to be creative anytime, anywhere, any place, you know, ready to create. Um, and some people can't handle that. It's like 24-7 making music, 24-7. Um, so, yeah, those, par those parties were fun, <laughs> a lot of fun. Wow. And also I wanted to ask you, you know, how did your family, like, when they heard that you were, you know, going to work with Prince, I mean, how did your family uh, receive that? I'm sure they were happy for you, but it had to be a big deal. Like, Yeah, I mean, they were tripped out. I mean, they were really, really excited for me. It took my, my parents a, not too long, but, you know, I come from, you know, Pentecostal, raised Pentecostal. So mm -hmm. um, it took them a little a little while in the beginning, even in my music career, to be like, okay, what is going on? Because she never sang around us in the house. Mm. Um, and what is she singing about? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but they were so excited 
they were really, really happy. My parents, you know, got to meet him a couple times and they, you know, they loved him and they, you know, he loved them and it was great. That's dope. That's dope. Um, so your first, to me, is, is monumental. Like your first uh, performance with Prince in public was on the Tonight Show. Was that right? With Jay Leno? Yes, it was. Wow. Oh, what, my God. What did that feel what? like? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> you, everything was moving so fast. Everything was moving so fast. Like I said, you you know, when you are performing or you're around um, a man of that magnitude, it's just you got to, you know, stick your chest up, out and go and sing and be confident in it. I mean, it, it I didn't really have a chance to really take that moment in because it was so fast. Um, I look back at it now and I'm like, wow. You know, you just you really jumped in the fire. You went in there. Um, so it it was crazy, you know, thinking about it now. It, I mean, yeah, it was crazy because I remember I think also note. I think that was in, I don't know if it was the night then or the night before we did the Nokia in L.A. I think okay. it was three night. That was my first show show with him, too. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Man, look. T- if you can, can you share with us? I'm just always fascinated by sort of the rehearsal uh, experience. Like in my mind, I imagine you you're out in Minnesota or wherever he would stay at, and like, yo, we're practicing every day. But I mean, how did that? How does that work? How did that process work? Um, our rehearsals were always we always rehearsed. And you, you know, you, you need to, that's the, that's the thing is, I don't know. Here's, here's the thing. Like there's some things that I like to keep, uh, to myself I about mean, a lot of blueprints. Sure. Yep. Um, but I know I can tell you for sure when we have rehearsals, I mean, we rehearsed, I mean, we were tight. He knew we would not go out on those stage unless we were tight. Mm. Um, so the rehearsals were definitely grueling. Um, and not a bad way. We just, you know, we always make sure they were tight. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't want to go anywhere and for us to sound, you know, off or, or anything like that. And I respect that. I respect that work ethic. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of what I was wanting to work ethic. It, it, you know, it's a high pedigree of, of, of Prince. High pedigree. Yeah. High pedigree. And I miss it. I, I, I miss that. The grind mm. all the time. Playing, rehearsing, rehearsing, rehearsing. I love rehearsal. <laughs> rehearsal. There's not enough rehearsal. <laughs> I can rehearse all day. Well, I was I also was looking to just getting ready for this. I, I watched again. I remember when it came on your, your performance on Arsenio. Uh, and I'm looking at that. I'm like, this she bad. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, woo. I mean, you obviously. I mean, how how far had you come? Because it just you. Ex- the confidence that you had uh, and it's just like effortless and I was like man where, where did she come from like they don't people don't just come out like that like you have to sort of go through this whole thing to get to that level of expertise but I mean like you were really on point with that I was just blown away by that and that's your second album I believe yeah um the unexpected yeah um I really wanted to, I don't know. 
it was it's still in me but uh i really worked my tail off for that performance like i just wanted it to come off right i just had it in my mind the visual in my mind what i wanted it to be and the thing about you know i talked to prince about it um and he just usually i mean i guess with the first uh performance when we did jimmy fallon um you know he gave input about you know the shows and i was like yeah like i had always talked to him about my shows feeling like they're kind of like the black exploitation i wanted them to mm. be performances i wanted the song to feel like it was being acted out okay. and um and i wanted people to feel it so with uh soul lifted on arsenio he was like all right i'm gonna see what you're gonna come up with <laughs> and i was like okay <laughs> you know and i love that because he cha- once again challenged me and he was just like, all right, Liv, you know what you, you know, you kind of know what you do. And I'm like, yeah, but at the same time, I learned from you. You know, if you see Sign of the Times, um, that's what I loved was Mm -hmm. that it was these songs had these images and he acted them out. And that's what I wanted for the album. And that's what I kind of wanted for Soul Lifted. I wanted it to speak that way. So I'm glad. Thank you (laughs) that it did feel like that. Yeah, nah. Like, like, <laughs> dope. <laughs> I was like, woo. Um, <laughs> just on a fan level, and I'm going to a big sexy ask some questions. Um, when you were working at Paisley Park, did you ever guys just have uh, geek out moments where you could just kind of walk through there and look at stuff? Because <laughs> like, I'd be like, where that? Where the thing at from there? Like you just said, Siren Times a movie. I'd be in there trying to find the old sets and stuff. Like, where's all this? Or oh, we- well. There was, you know, I haven't been that deep inside Paisley. Okay. Uh, once again, because I'm like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not about to go back there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but every time you walk inside Paisley, like the energy was magical and is magical. And I say was, it is. Um, every time you walk into that place. Uh, so I never really got so far deep in there, but the places I could go, I was, I'm just in awe every time I went in that building, you know, you feel it Mm -hmm. in there. I mean, you got to think that's years and years and years of creativity, years of energies and frequencies and people coming in and out of that place, you know, creatively. Um, so yeah. All right. Uh, big sexy. Yo. Turn over to you, sir. Yes, yes, definitely. Liv, first, again, thank you for coming on. Uh, I, like yourself, am a rock person deep down. Nice. And this year, there were two things that really spoke to me. I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there was a collaboration with Santana and the Isley Brothers. What? No. Oh, idea. yes. Okay. We'll, we'll talk off the air. <laughs> <laughs> and the one that you are a part of with Nancy Wilson from Heart. When I yeah. heard about that, I'm like, okay, I'm all over this. Now, having heard it, and I love it, I love Get Loud. I sing Get Loud. That's right. I said it. I said nice. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, tell us how, how all of this came about. Well, I had the chance to open up for Heart at the Hollywood Bowl. And um, I was already a big fan of Heart anyway. So... It was two nights, I believe, with the symphony. And at the end of the night, I was like, look, I got to meet one of them. Like, I got to meet them. Because I already kind of wanted to do a rock project anyway. So um, regardless of that, I just wanted to meet one of them. So I got to meet Nancy. And as soon as Nancy and I met, we clicked. Like, 
God, we were talking for so long. We could have carried on the conversation, you know, forever. And then she said, well, let's not just, you know, say, well, she asked me, well, you know, let's just meet up. You know, if you're back in L.A., let's just meet for lunch. And then she's like, let's just not say we're going to do it. Let's actually do that. You know, and I I made sure I stayed in contact with her. And, um, you know, I started sending her some songs, some rock stuff I was working on. And she would give me advice. And one thing led to another. And we're at a rehearsal space um, with a band and uh, my best friend and my brother, Ryan Waters, and we've created this road case Royale with her other band members. It's, it's pretty amazing. That is great. Now, how has the, uh, the live shows, how, how have they been going? I've seen a couple of things on YouTube and again, I'm blown away. How's that going so far? They're, they're so much fun. And that's the thing is like, you know, we're we're in the beginning stage of this, excuse me, beginning stages of this band. And we haven't even yet touched, I feel like, how far we really could go. Um, but there's so much fun. Like, live is crazy. Like, it's... And to be able to sing some of those hard songs are, are crazy for me, too. <laughs> um, so it's just, it's really a lot of fun. And my brothers and Nancy, she's just... She's something else to work with. You know, there's a certain power and freedom and confidence I love about her, um, which, you know, I'm learning about for sure. All right. All right. Um, as far as the current tour, I understand that there was a reason that, you know, we're not going to get into, but the tour had to be postponed. Are there any upcoming dates or any reschedules? Um. I hope there's going to be reschedules. Um, they're working on that right now um, because we definitely wanted to be out on the road um, performing more. And I hope we get to go back out um, with Bob Seger as soon as he gets well again, which we want him to um, just to get better, period. So we hope that happens soon, really soon. All right. Fantastic. Um, I know that you... Uh, caught Prince, Prince's attention by a clip of Gimme Shelter. Yeah. How did that all come about? I know someone else gave it to him, but um, when you do your solo set, how much rock, how much R&B, and you call it alternative R&B, how, much, how do you put it all together in, in one set? Uh, I just like to dip and dabble in whatever I feel like I want to do, you know? Um, I that, I mean, that's a good question. I feel like if if you want to play it, play it, you know? Um, like, for instance, I, I really think, like, uh, kind of like Mother's Finest, who I really, 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 really love. Oh, yeah. Kind of had that vibe of, like, it felt like it's R&B, but it's definitely rock, you know? Um, it's kind of all those flavors that I like to do, but I don't, I don't want to ignore R&B, and I don't want to just, just do... You know what I mean? I just don't want to do all R&B sometimes. It's kind of my mood or whatever I feel like I want to do, to be honest. And what the band wants to do, you know, with my band. I'm not, not talking about Road Case Royale, but if mm-hmm. it was me independently, I would have to do it all. All right. Well, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, back to you, Mike. A <laughs> uh, couple more questions. I know we have to wrap it up. Um, one, sure. you've been doing shows, some shows with uh, Shelby and Judith Hill. Yeah. Is there any uh, any conversation possibly maybe to like record a project, you know, the three of you guys together? That's no, we've never talked about that. Um, yeah, that sure. would be amazing to do. 
that would be wonderful to do. I, I would definitely talk to my sisters about that. Um, yeah, y'all should think yeah. about that. <laughs> that would be a cool no, project. Definitely, yes, absolutely. Um, and then the last thing, I just if you could, like, what were, what was, uh, well, let me see. What would you like other musicians, artists, creative people to uh, understand about Prince? You know, like, what, what, what was some of the things that you learned uh, by working with him? Gosh, uh, it's so much. I, I think one thing in particular for sure is you cannot be afraid to push boundaries. Mm. You cannot, in any time, you cannot be afraid to just basically do you, you know? Um, your originality is your originality. Roll with that. Um, you know, you have to kind of be fearless in this industry or um, somebody, it, it, it could easily take you down, you know, insecurities and all of that. Um, that's one thing I loved about Prince is that, you know, he was secure in everything, you know what I mean? And what he wanted um, and what he wanted his sound to be or his look to be. You know, he didn't let he didn't waver from that. He could care less what people thought. Um, and I think if you, you whatever authenticity that you have, you stick to it, you know, stick to it. And if you want to change it up, change it up, but do it with confidence. You know, um, that's what I learned. I mean, all right. Fearlessness. Fearlessness. I love it. Uh, Liv, we so thank you and appreciate you for coming on and sharing with us today. Thank you. Uh, if if uh, people wanted to get in touch with you or find out more about you, is there a website or Facebook or something they can find you on? Yes, it's um, well, my website is livewarfieldmusic.com. And then you can just type in uh, Live Warfield on Facebook and Twitter and all those lovely social media sites. I try to be, I'll try to be better about posting, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> All oh, right. Well, ladies well, thank and gentlemen, oh. for having me. I do appreciate it. Thank you so much. We appreciate oh, you. you. Blessing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it here. This uh, the Prince Podcast here on Podcast Juice again. Uh, myself, Big Sexy and Sack. We thank you for joining us today. And as I always say, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace. Say-